The Voice by LGBTQ plus youth and music only on sin. This is Loud and Queer. Queer. Welcome to Loud and Queer, the voice of queer youth and music on sin. My name is Elizabeth, my pronouns are she, her, I am bisexual, and I'm coming to you on Boonarong land, and I would like to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hey there, I'm Laura Bailey, and my pronouns are they, them, and I'm coming to you from Wamba Wamba and Prepper Prepper land, and I'd like to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, and uh, we'd both like to acknowledge uh, the traditional owners of the land, past, present, and future, and also the land that Sin broadcasts from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Um, if you want to check out, if you want to check us out after the show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SinLoud. That's at S Y N Loud or Loud and Queer on Facebook. You can also check out this podcast or any of our previous podcasts um, on any of your major streaming uh, podcast services like St- Omi, Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple Music. You can also tune into the show live on the Sin website. That's sin.org.au, or you can go to ninety point seven FM. be hearing from an amazing interview that Bailey and I did with new up-and-coming artist from Brunswick Prudence with her new debut EP Tinker. Yeah we had a really great time chatting to, Tink- uh, to Prudence sorry so um, yeah stay tuned for that it's coming soon. Yep and then we'll just be wrapping that up with our froth or not. Nice. Um, we're going to be jumping into our news stories now real quick. Um, just a quick content warning for them we will be discussing issues of transphobia in gay news this week, the ABC reported on Tuesday it has been named the host broadcaster for the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras for 2022 to 2024. The Mardi Gras parade will be broadcast on ABC TV iView, plus iView and ABC Radio as part of a three-year deal announced today. This includes the broadcast rights to World Pride, which will be held in Sydney in February and March of 2023. Then News reports, the American Medical Association is recommending that the sex designation be removed from the public-facing portion of babies' birth certificates, reserving that information for medical professionals. The recommendation comes because, according to the AMA, assigning sex using a binary variable and placing it on the public portion of the birth certificate perpetuates a view that it is immutable. The AMA's LGBTQ advisory committee stated that in a June report. Further, the committee says that designating babies as either male or female at birth, quote, fails to recognise the medical spectrum of gender identity, end quote. The current requirement to list a baby's binary sex or gender category in publicly available documentation can lead to many challenges, disproportionately impacting trans, non-binary and intersex people. Also from their news, Makisha Lawrence, a 28-year-old black trans woman was fatally shot in Greenville, South Carolina on November 4th, officially making 2021 the deadliest year on record for trans and gender non-conforming Americans. Last year, LGBTQ plus organizations tallied 44 reported killings of trans people across the United States, making a new high for this devastating statistic. This year, Lawrence marks the 45th life reportedly lost to anti-trans violence. Lawrence's trans mother, Ebony Sinclair, told the Human Rights Campaign she will forever be remembered by her infectious smile and her heart of gold. She was a very humbled, free thinker who was loved by many. Her death comes ahead of Transgender Day of Remembrance, which recognises the disproportionate levels which transgender people, particularly trans women and people of colour, experience violence and death due to their identity. An investigation into Lawrence's death remains ongoing. Yeah, and we at Loud and Queer just want to send our condolences out to Makisha's family. 
and loved ones condemn the violence that has been ongoing against trans women of colour in the US and beyond. Um, um, if any of those um, snooze stories were upsetting or distressing to you, um, be sure to call Lifeline at 131114 or QLife at 1-800-184-527. They also have an online chat or the Kids Helpline at 1-800-55-1800. That was our news whip. We're going to listen to a new Dizzy Faye song now. This is Baby Pills. We'll be back very soon. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. We're just going to be jumping into our free-range topic uh, for the episode. Uh, Bailey, did you want to start us off with that? So I just got a quick thing of Q News. You should go check out their site if you want queer Australian news, um, but just credit to them for this. So um, Transgender Awareness Week is an annual thing. It begins the week prior to November 20th, which is Transgender Day of Remembrance, and that remembers all the trans people that have died in the past year due to, say, violence or potentially um, death from suicide and things like that. Um, And so it's just, a, I think, leading up to such a hard day for trans people, it's a really great way to recognise visibility and the importance of the trans people that are alive and um, the importance of community. So, um, And it's also promoting allyship for trans and gender diverse communities. And um, we also, I think... Uh, want to acknowledge gender diverse First Nations people such as Two-Spirit people um, and in Australia sister girls, brother boys, um, trans people of colour, while also recognising their unique relationship with gender and sexuality through their personal and wider cultural lenses. So maybe LGBT community doesn't fit for those people um, in their understanding, but also we include them if, if they want to be included of course and we want to raise them up as well um yeah it's kind of just about holding space for people to um appreciate each other do some allyship like it's just a reminder um you know we've got some amazing trans people who are here with us and we should continue to support them and yeah I just wanted to sort of um I guess talk about what we can do to do that and one thing I really enjoy is supporting trans writers um a couple I've been enjoying are Kaya Wilson Mm -hmm. and Sean Faye um they've both got books that have been released this year so I would really really recommend checking them out in fact we also very um, we also did an interview with Kaya Wilson um a little bit earlier like a season or two ago so definitely recommend checking that one out as Mm -hmm. well yeah, and I would love to do an interview with Sean oh, Faye one day as well. <laughs> She's fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, and Sean Faye also has a podcast um, um, about chatting to, to trans and queer elders, and I just think that's really sick um, because we we need to kind of be passing on that that love and the teachings of, of trans elders, um, especially considering – how many trans people we lose every year it's called call me mother okay um cool so yeah what about you liz um what do you think you might do for trans awareness week (laughs) um 
I mean, like, definitely I'd want to just try and find and support a lot more trans artists out there in the community, like, find, like, just start, like, doing a bit of a more in-depth look because admittedly, like, I, I can admit I don't do that as much of an in-depth look, but I really want to be out there supporting more, like, trans artists and their small businesses and um, just making sure they know that their work is seen and it's appreciated. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else? Do you have any um, sort of trans or queer artists that you want people to know about as well? We can kind of project yeah, um, them to a wider audience. Yeah, well, I think I'll probably just shout out two of my friends. <laughs> um, um, yeah. A shout out to uh, my friend Sam Cariotis. Um, he um, was this not was is (laughs) um he's this amazing uh trans artist that's like making waves in melbourne right now um doing these great like collage grunge pieces and everything and like Mm. i did an interview with him a little bit ago as well so definitely check that out but um yeah go check it out but yeah um the (laughs) artwork that he's been doing is just absolutely amazing so i highly recommend like checking it out checking out his work it's absolutely amazing and I guess also mm. I'd recommend um, my, well, rec- recommend his sibling, uh, his, his twin, uh, Mill Cariotis. Um, they were uh, running their own small business called Sugar Knives with just some like cute oh. grunge jewelry and stuff you can buy, which also highly recommend. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, I've been following Sam since you did the interview with him, and I just love his art. It's very cool. It's like, these kind of like room size installation pieces of like um I guess trans and queer interpretations of like Catholicism Mm. and like subverting a lot of um the harmful kind of stuff that's come from Catholicism towards queer people and it's just like very cool and powerful and yeah very very punk energy and I I really like it yeah (laughs) A hundred percent. He's very talented and with the work that he does. So yeah, highly recommend checking him out and checking his sibling out and their um amazing their amazing artwork and everything. Like they're non-binary, so I just wanna just say that for queer. But otherwise, like they're both like they're both doing some amazing art and I just highly recommend supporting them. Yeah, awesome. Um I'll leave it there. Um, let us know if you have any artists that you want to shout out at Sin Loud on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to learn more about um, particularly artists in like um, based in Australia or um, any Indigenous artists that you know of as well that are trans. 100%. Uh, we'd love to shout them out on the show. Back to Loud and Queer on Sin. Today on the show, we're going to be talking to Prudence, an up-and-coming queer artist, about her debut EP Tinker, featuring five fa- featuring five tracks which invoke a rush of feelings through hyperkinetic pop. 
Whether the songs are about innocence, betrayal, redemption, or forgiveness, they are united by a glimmer of hope. Welcome to Loud and Queer Prudence. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show today. Thanks for coming in. Uh, we'll just start with you um, introducing yourself and let us know anything you want and want people to know about your pronouns or your identity. Yeah, sure. I'm Prudence. I am a queer artist and my pronouns are she, they. Um, and I have just released an EP called Tinker, um, which I've written this year during lockdown in my backyard shed in a very home job studio but great things can happen when you put your mind to it I believe and Mm. yeah I'm I'm really happy with how it's turned out amazing um and we'll sort of start with what's your creative process like when it comes to songwriting and then also kind of compiling um a larger work like an EP for the first time if this is your first I don't know if you've got unreleased work or anything so yeah just tell us a bit about that yeah Good question. Um, my process is pretty, um, it sounds a bit like corny, but organic. It's like, you know, it just sort of, uh, flows at different points. Like I have a big surge of creative juices and I just go for it. Um, I'll write a whole bunch of songs quite quickly. Um, with this EP, um, a few of the songs were like written and pretty much produced um within a few days and I've also um got a song called Lies which I wrote in May which I got remastered um and also a song called I Don't Make Promises which I wrote in 2015 but I've, I've reproduced that so it's kind of pulling from um yeah like the surge of creativity as well as um from like the archives of music that I've made in the past um but yeah, I'd say generally my process is pretty unplanned and I just kind of go with my intuition um, in most, yeah, most creative projects. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool to, cool to see. Um, I guess just out of like a bit of curiosity and everything, like sort of what's, what sort of made you want to start writing music or what sort of sort of started you down that path? Yeah, um, well, I started when I was about eight or nine. Um, I spent a lot of time down in Barwon Heads um, out of Geelong and there's a pub there that had a karaoke sort of night where I started as an eight-year-old singing like karaoke songs one summer and I also um, got given like a little Casio keyboard and like the trifecta as I watched Walk the Line um, about Johnny Cash and like all these like little elements came together and I learnt what songwriting was I learned what performing was I learned that I could sing um yeah and it's I really have been doing it ever since then so um yeah it's I've I haven't stopped I kind of fell in love with the songwriting process um and I'm pretty introverted um but I found that singing and like songwriting was a way that I could express my feelings without like (laughs) I don't know, talking about it with other people. So, yeah, I think it kind of suited my personality quite well. Yeah, I think um, that's something that people don't get about introverts is that they have got ways they want to express or be seen, um, but it's often a bit more specific than, like, extroverts. Totally. Um, And also, 
I mean, I've, I've been like learning to accept my introversion because quite a long time I was sort of fighting against it and being like, oh, no, I am extroverted. Like I love being social, blah, blah, blah. But it's not a, it's not a fear of being social, for me at least. Um, it's more just a need for quiet and to be by myself. And it's finding a way to balance both these things. Um, and it's been interesting with like perf- coming to terms with understanding performance for myself because like I love performing and I love singing, but it does take so much energy um, from me. So I'm trying to find with this prudence like project how I can balance gigging but also like my energy so yeah Mm, yeah Mm. um and I was wondering about the themes of your work as well it's very um I feel kind of fantasy based or induced invoking I guess like how do you um see like the themes in your work coming out or how do you sort of tie them into the narrative you're telling yeah um well it's yeah it's definitely ethereal I loved well the first track of my EP is called fairies and that was like the single I released before I released the whole body of work um and I was obsessed with fairies as a kid um I spent so much time like looking for them like writing like hiding under my house waiting for them to pop out like hours and hours (laughs) um but it's really informed like I feel like I've come back to that as an adult maybe not fairies per se but like this creative like explorative magical um world uh, that music can provide and that production can provide um so it's yeah definitely something that I really try to achieve through my music is making those like kind of rich textured layered sounds um that are kind of fantastical I guess yeah well also like on the topic of your EP like it just came out yesterday like obviously so how great is that feel to have it finally (laughs) out in the world like what's the reception for that been yeah it's been really good I've been um it's it's definitely been a whirlwind of up and down like I was writing in my journal this morning like it's it's a feeling of like um excitement and then relief and then like trepidation like (laughs) it's I'm I was so excited I'm still really excited but I'm also like whoa like what's next like what do people think like is this does this sound like I think it sounds like there's so many little parts to putting yourself out there I think um and also, like, the songs are so personal to me and, like, I love the songs because they all mean something to me, but I kind of, like, I'm like, I wonder what other people will, like, actually think. Like, yeah, so it's, um, I'm I'm ultimately excited, but there is a bit of trepidation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, on that note, like, congrats on it coming out and everything. Like, it's, Congratulations. Yeah, it's so great to see that the music's out there and, like, I'm sure it's, like, it's going to, like, I'm sure it's going to do fantastic. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I've had some really, really good support, like, um, you know, well, from from you guys already, you know, interviewing me on the topic, and I had an interview with a station, a, like, a queer show in Utah in the US, cool. which was amazing. That's awesome. And I know, it was so cool. And then, um, like, Triple J's played it, and I, I don't know, just, like, it's so nice as an independent artist 
you really like appreciate all these little things that happen and I notice them all it's not like it's not like I've got this huge team behind me um it's like it's quite organic and it is, has been really nice just seeing what kind of pops up and, and who likes it and yeah did you find there was a song that was really easy or really difficult to write yeah it's a good question um I feel like mm, I I don't make promises had a lot of technical difficulties because I actually like had produced it and then I was still kind of learning my way through Ableton I didn't really know how to save my um projects and I just deleted everything and then I had to (laughs) kind of go again and it was just oh no heartbreaking so that was quite hard not in the writing process but like losing what I'd done and I'm I think in my like intuition I didn't want to just um do it the same again like I had to do it differently but it was just yeah anyway so I'm really happy with how that song turned it out like it's really I think I like I've excelled at what I thought I could do in that track so I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out but it was a bit of a roller coaster um with losing all my work midway through no, um, it definitely came out amazing because that was oh, my favorite you. one on the track on the oh, really? EP, and I'm actually going to be playing it on the show tomorrow so awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's that's amazing I mean like persevering like after losing all of that would be (laughs) definitely challenging so like definitely props to you and it's it definitely paid off so like yeah yeah. it's um yeah I I definitely have learned how to save my work now I've got about (laughs) 16 hard drives I don't know what like I haven't got it organized yet but I, I know how to save a project Thank goodness. <laughs> Does anyone in sound ever have their hard drives organized is the question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so true. <laughs> yeah, um, I think this probably would be a bit of a hard question to ask and fully understandable if you can't really, but I guess like out of all the songs on your OP, which one would you consider your favourite or like has the closest meaning to you? Mm. Well, I, they all have different meanings to me. Um, I think... My favourite at the moment is Leave the Light On. One, because no one said that's their favourite yet. (laughs) And I, but I like, I don't know, I just, I just like things that other people maybe don't understand. I feel like that's my favourite, just as like the little oddball that I'm like, you're a vibe, you'll have your time. Um, But yeah, I also love Heart Attack. I mean, fairies, oh, look, there's there's a wealth of amazing music here. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, no, I, look, I really like them all, and I think I'm just proud that they're all out there. <laughs> proud of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess last question, Do you does your queer identity tie into your creative work at all? And if so, how do you, how do you feel that does? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just being queer, I guess, is, um, it ties in a lot. Um, I think it's definitely, I feel like through releasing the EP and just, um, the whole process of, um, like letting go of things that I've kept so close to me, I've actually been able to like accept my queer identity even more. Like Mm. I didn't 
I'm sure like a lot of queer people would understand like it's this constant like removing of layers and of shame and of um yeah internalized homophobia and all this stuff I didn't realize was um you know still embedded in my sense of self and I've actually yeah I just think just through releasing EPs made me feel so much more empowered in my identity and actually talking on queer shows and like feeling like yeah like I'm seen and yeah it, I think it's it's been a process um and yeah I'm, I'm definitely like looking forward to collaborating with more queer people because I think it's just so there's so much there and there's so much um yeah like beauty and in sharing queer you know outside of the mainstream experience um so yeah well and I just I'm so thankful to be on like talking to you guys and being on the show it's really really lovely (laughs) thank you no (laughs) you're welcome is there a queer artist you're loving at the moment that you want to shout out to our listeners yes I'm loving Lupa J um they make hyperkinetic pop it's like a more intense version of some of the stuff I'm trying to do it's dance music it's beautiful um yeah I've I've discovered them during lockdown and um on SoundCloud and yeah they're making waves so definitely check out Lupa J thank you so much for coming on the show you are both very welcome I've had a time That was Prudence speaking to us about her debut EP Tinker on Loud and Queer this Sunday afternoon. What did you think? Hit us up at SinLoud on Insta and Twitter. Welcome back to Loud and Queer on Sin. Guys, we're going to jump into our Froth or Not now. Yeah, um, what... What's been going on with you this week, Liz? Uh, how, how are things at work? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so to to help date the time of when this um, came out, many people might be aware, like, cinemas are back and one of the movies that everyone's been hyped up and eager to see is, like, you know, the J- new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Um, it was a rough night last night, I'll be <laughs> honest. <laughs> Um, I'll, I normally do closing shifts at work and I end, we ended up having to finish I ended up having to finish like a bit later as well um, because um, we had an interview not an interview we had an issue with uh, one of the cinemas where it wasn't playing and we tried to like the supervisor who's this amazing friend of mine Matt um, he was doing his best shout out to you Matt <laughs> you were working so hard Um but he was like trying to get them all to like come to one hill to make them like, you know, exchange and give comps to everyone. But people were getting impatient going into the other line and then complaining that they were in the wrong line, would have to go to the back of the other line. Mm. And it was just, oh, it was just a rough night. COVID really makes you realise how much you didn't mind not dealing with people during lockdown. <laughs> oh, you're telling me. I like admittedly this it's it probably doesn't feel very hygienic but afterwards like I just walked into like the little side office just right off from the box office and just kind of collapsed on the ground mm. yeah, it was it was a rough night like at, like at one point I like uh 
one of my other friends, uh, Natasha, she came in as well because she also works there, but she was just going to see the movie and then she just decided seeing how hectic it was just to come in and help. <laughs> um, but she was like making calls. I mean, like, hey, um, do you know how to manually turn on one of the projectors? And I did know how to do that, but I just started laughing because it was just like another thing to add to the night mm. of just things going wrong. It was. Yep. It was one of those nights, if it if anyone that's worked in retail can relate, it's just one of those nights. One of those nights, yep. So my froth for the week um, is that I'm glad that shift is over. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, well, like, it's, it is what it is. So mm-hmm. um, special notice, which I'm sure everyone would already be aware of because – it's you know common decency but next time you go to the cinemas be nice to the people that are working there they're just Mm. trying their best absolutely just be kind there's no reason to be impatient you'll get your money back like no chain is gonna steal from you because of how bad it looks on them and how much people overreact so just chill out wait your turn Exactly. And also for good measure, please just take your rubbish and put it in the bin. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I know there's that whole thing of like, oh, the cleaners will get it when you're in the cinemas and everything. No, I don't like people that say that. It Mm. makes me upset. Yeah. (laughs) Literally only if the bin is like full to the brim and then probably go get a staff member, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. I'm sorry. It was so crap. It can't be helped. It's always going to be nights like that. Mm. Just just don't think I was, like, prepared. I think that, like, I have to go back tonight mm. and also the night when this, um, the day this airs as well, I'll be going back. So um, I think I'm just more prepared now. <laughs> Jeez. No, thank you. Oh, such is life. And can't be helped. Mm. For sure. <laughs> Um, but what about you? I'm sure you had some, if you've had a rough week, but any nice froths that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, look, mental health has not been great this week and work has been a little bit rough. Um, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I had the day off yesterday and I did like some cleaning I tidied the whole house and it hasn't been that clean in a while and I think it just like you know when your space is really clean and it smells good and you can just sit there and like breathe again oh that's nice I love that feeling yeah and I've also been listening I'm watching a couple of uh really good shows there's one called Rami which I'm really enjoying and there's another one which is a bit more well-known called Love Life um and the second season just came out for that um so yeah I've been really enjoying those and would just recommend them to anyone who needs like some commiseration of yeah on the topic of not knowing what to do with your 20s (laughs) (laughs) so just yeah yeah that's awesome um if anyone else has like any other froths or knots that they want to share with us um feel free to yeah, get in contact with us and us so on mm. at Sin Loud on Instagram and Twitter. Like we're happy to hear from you guys. Yeah, so go check that out. <laughs> um, but otherwise, like today, um, we did our froth or not. Um, 
We, again, we did an amazing interview um, with Prudence, who's a great and new up-and-coming uh, queer artist from Melbourne, about her new debut EP, Tinker. So highly recommend listening to the interview if you didn't, and checking out the EP and giving it some more support because really it's an amazing EP. Yeah. Um, Go give them but some love. We also, yeah, exactly. And um, we also did, uh, we also had a little quick talk about Transgender Awareness Week. And, of course, we had our news whip for the week. Um, if you want to get in contact with us about anything we talked about on the show, you can check us out at SinLoud, that's at S-Y-N Loud, on Twitter or Instagram. And you can also check out Loud and Queer on Facebook. You can also listen to um, the... You can also listen to this podcast or any of our previous podcasts on any of your major podcast streaming services like Omi, Spotify, Stitcher or Apple Music. Nice. And uh, I just want to say thank you all for listening this afternoon. Uh, We had a great time. We had a great chat with Prudence. Um, And if you want to listen to any of these songs again, uh, they can't be featured in our podcast because uh, copyright reasons. So head to Spotify. We've got a playlist called The Loud and Queer Mixtape of 2021. And it's got probably over 80 or 90 artists on there now. 200 songs. Like, we're loving it. It's such a bop. Um, and I think it's one of the only, um, like, playlists of that size that is queer-only artists. There are a lot of mm. um, playlists that have queer anthems, you know, by Britney and that kind of thing. But this is queer-only artists, and that's why we try to keep it. Um so yeah next week we're going to have another interview with another musician I don't know if we should yeah let's say okay so um Liz had a chat with Phil LaRosa um I think a Perth based Mm -hmm. artist um very poppy very cool so uh, you can check that out next week and yeah thank you so much for listening again we will see you next Sunday at three um but don't forget to chat to us on our social media platforms at sin loud or loud and queer on facebook um but to wrap it up we'll be listening to one more song and it's actually a brand new song that's come out from them so here is glory by snail mail you're listening to loud and queer on sin